0: Good morning. Good morning. 801 on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Hey, don't forget, guys, if you're a part of the church and you're checking in, we have a uh, virtual life group tonight uh, that we're going to be doing. So if you're on the church family group page, uh, you saw that we're going to be testing out Facebook rooms uh, tonight. That's a new video chat Mm -hmm. thing that Facebook has come out with. Supposedly, it's a lot better than Zoom, a lot better than Teams. And so we're going to be doing that. So definitely go and make sure you uh, click on the link today. You do not have to have... Um, Facebook to do that so if right. you're interested um, you guys can message us those who are listening later on and we'll get you the link right uh, if you're but, on
1: Instagram and you don't have Facebook we can right. get you the link so you yeah can absolutely
0: that. and so we can do that and and um, and if you want to be a part of the journey uh, church family group that's kind of the uh, the the you know you have the the church page is the front door and then you have the group which is kind of the congregation aspect of that and yeah. so if you want to be a part of that just go over there request that and uh, and we'll we'll bring you into the, the congregation group and and uh, you can kinda see more of what's going on uh yes. <coughs> and journey church good morning. inside. So good My morning mom. Kelly, good morning.
1: My mom, you're driving. Mom, mom Don't good mo- text. Grandma's good. Who, driving. Who, who is? My
0: mom was. Oh Lord. Good morning, Sam, <laughs> good morning, mom. My mom tuned in as well. Yep. Happy hump day.
1: <clears throat> yes, good morning, guys. <clears throat> we are midweek. Man. Yeah, midweek.
0: We are. Let's <clears throat> let's get ready. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat, y'all. Let me clear my throat. It uh-huh.
1: has gotten cold. <laughs> it
0: did. So it's 8.03. Let's go ahead and jump in, dive in, and see what the Lord's speaking to us about this morning. Yes. You want to pray?
1: Yeah, God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for what you're showing us and what we're going to be sharing about, Lord God, that you give us the words to speak and um, give us, as well, ears to hear this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. JoJo. JoJo. How are you this morning? You're,
1: <laughs> You're not going to talk at all?
0: Not at all. You're just a pretty face on the screen, huh? Is that it? <laughs> Your right. face is... So, she's watching the I computer. think she likes watching
1: the, the other camera that has her face. It's on a delay, so she makes a face and then sees it like five seconds
0: later right. on the other screen. All right, so there is a movie that came out, <laughs> man, back in the early 2000s called Finding Nemo. Y'all remember that Pixar, man, Finding Nemo? And uh, they came out with Finding Dory not too long ago, yeah. a couple of years ago. That was really good as well. But there's a story in Finding Nemo. You have this, this fish who gets uh, taken away, and his dad goes on this this search to find him. And at one point, I believe, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. I don't remember if it was his dad or Nemo that got flipped up onto the deck. And there were seagulls all around. If you remember the movie, you you remember. Yeah. Um, his and and his there were seagulls. Dad. It was his it was dad? And his mom. And And Dory. Oh, okay. So it was his dad and Dory. And they get flipped. Thank you, Josie. That's why no, you're here. It was here. his dad and him. It was his dad and him. Okay. And so they get flipped up onto the deck of the thing. And there's all these seagulls around, right? And, you know, seagulls, man, they're, they're going after the fish. and and But the thing about these seagulls in, in the movie is they only say one thing. And that one thing is, mine, Yep. mine. Yeah, yeah, Tracy, you know it, right? Yep. So mine, 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 mine. And and they and they all <laughs> join in, in concerts. Mine, 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 mine. Oh. And you know what it highlights? I think very well is it highlights um, kind of uh, the attitude that a lot of us live our lives with, yeah. um, and just in general, our society, our culture. We have this uh, disease of meism. You know, it's all about it's all about me, and uh, and, and, we, and and inside the church as well, we've gotten accustomed in, in our in our American church too, of of living with this disease of meism, mm-hmm. and this this all about me and mine and. And, and we, we talk about what our rights are. And, man, you haven't seen uh, more talk about rights uh, than, than when it's come to churches being closed and churches, yeah. uh, you know, whether, whether it should be closed, whether they need to be open. And it's all about you know, our rights. And, and I get that living in a country as free as ours, that's a blessing, man. No mm-hmm. doubt about that whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I agree that we have tremendous rights. Um, but if we're not careful, man, we can become obsessive about what our rights are, not realizing that there are a lot of things that that really died when we entered into this relationship, this journey with God. A lot of our, what we would call, quote, rights, um, died. They were nailed to the cross as well, right? And so, <clears throat> and you say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, there are a lot of rights that we think we have that we don't. Like, we don't have the right to harbor unforgiveness. Right. Right. We don't have the right to, <laughs> to be offended, yeah. you know? We don't have the right to hate someone. We don't have the right to, to, to uh, uh, you know, uh, oppress people. We, we don't have the right. We don't have the right to ignore the marginalized and those in society who need help. And we don't have the right to ignore those who don't need help. We, we don't have the right that we think we do to do those things. And when you talk about being a Christian, um, it literally, it, it really should create for us moments of of incredible tension right moments of incredible tension because because we're having to see that we're living not for ourselves we're not living for ourselves right Right. Um, jesus says um when he's talking to his disciples he says you're going to be my disciples you must take up your cross and follow me. That's not just like a, a, a neat cliche, right? That's not like this nice, like, oh, if you're going to follow me, it's going to be hard. No, Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, you have to literally love the world to your death. Even if it means you die and they live, this is what it looks like to be a follower of me. You love people radically. Now I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to admit this right now, I am still on this journey, just like a lot of yes. us are, right? I'm yes. on the journey of really loving and trying to love people, yeah. uh, love people well. But it's about, um, it's about that very thing. It's about taking up your cross, and and following Him, loving mm-hmm. people well, and and that means putting people uh, ahead of yourself. And man, that is so hard.
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, like you said, it's not that we've figured it out or we have it all together or we love in every avenue to the best of our ability. But I know for me, my heart, like I think I just have such a heavy heart sometimes, especially in times like, like this, when there's such, there's such opportunity for the church to be divided and for people to, to throw stones at each other and to divide that I get such a heavy heart. I just Mm -hmm. feel it so heavy in my spirit because it's like, I see what, our our lack of understanding about loving others looks like mm-hmm. when we see it when we see it right in our face all the time and because of that I I often have to you know I just have to pray and trust God and and lean into the moments and the relationships that I do have that are stretching me but it does it's like a heavy like I can just feel it um, in the spirit sometimes and it's it's very it's just not good so
0: yeah no yeah. Yeah, and I think too like we've talked about this over the last uh, couple of weeks too this idea of, of grace and legalism. But also when yeah. you talk about like this concept of truth and that's a favorite you know that's a favorite thing too particularly with people who are who really are <clears throat> bound by the law or who are caught up in that that legalistic, legalistic uh, hamster wheel uh, track is um, you know we, we get we get obsessed with this this uh, idea of well I, I just need to to preach the truth I just need to tell them the truth it's all about the truth it's all about the truth it's all about the truth you know and and when you go back and you look in the gospels and you look about how uh, how the 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 Pharisees and the Sadducees related to Jesus and how Jesus related to them, they were always about, what's the truth? What's the law of Moses say? What's this say? What's that say? Yeah. And Jesus was more about showing you what truth looks like, <clears throat> right? Showing, he said, I am the way. I am truth. So what about Jesus it emulates truth? It's how he loved people. It both communicated the value that people had to God and it communicates to people the value that God has in their life, you know. So let me show you what truth looks like. I don't need to pound and tell you what truth is all day long. I just need to show you Jesus and me. You know, even in Revelations where it's talking about in the, in the uh, uh, apocalyptic literature that, that's written in there, it talks about um, Jesus saying that the martyrs, they overcame the 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 beast and all that, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, right? There were two things that led to overcoming. It was the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, we know the blood of Jesus Christ washed away our sins. It took away our sins. And it's the Jesus, the word in our testimony. It's the logos. It's the Jesus in our story that allows us to overcome. And so when we talk about relating... To people, I don't need to beat you over the head by telling you, this is what the truth is. This is what I, what I need to do is love you with the truth, right? I need Mm -hmm. to love you. And the truth is, is you have value and you matter to God Mm -hmm. more than you think you do. Remember, uh, sin, the fruit of sin in our lives is always an outflow of not loving God, not being loved by God, not loving God, not loving myself or not loving others. There's always going to be that. So so that's an important thing to remember to come back to. Yeah. Um, we're going to go over to Romans chapter twelve this morning. been a few minutes here, It's just about two verses, and we might come back here tomorrow as well. Um, but go over to Romans chapter twelve real quick, and we're going to look at verse fourteen.
1: Yes.
0: So Romans twelve, verse fourteen.
1: Good morning, Sarah and Sandra on Instagram.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Good morning, sorry guys. Good morning, good guys. Morning good morning. Good morning. If you're
1: just jumping on 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 facebook
0: as well yes thank you for guys for tuning in so romans chapter 12 verse uh 14 and again mm-hmm. we're talking about what does it look like uh to love uh, you know back to verse 9 we talked about this a couple weeks ago this verse right here it says don't just pretend to love each other really love them don't just <laughs> pretend to love them really love them don't pretend to love them by saying, you know, I, I love you so much. I'm gonna tell you the truth. don't pretend to love. That's pretending to love them. Right. Love them well. Hey, I love you so much. I'm gonna share some things with you. But you know what? I'm willing to walk this thing out with you one hundred percent. You right. know, um, you know, we it's like it, it's just so important. Don't just pretend to love. Really love them. Now jump down to verse fourteen. In verse fourteen, it says this. It says bless those who persecute you. Uh, don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Right. So bless those who persecute you, man. That's, that's an important thing that, yeah. Jojo, are you singing baby?
1: You're going to have that home in the background. <laughs> She's beautiful. It sounds
0: beautiful. Um, but it says bless those who persecute you, you know, persecution, who, who come against you, who call you names, who call you things, who do things to you. It says, bless those who persecute you. And yeah. I think that you there's a really good indicator of, of you know, how tightly we hold on to our rights by our willingness to bless those who do not agree with us. And that word bless, man, that word bless means to invoke blessings upon. That means are you? you are going to God and you are asking God, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would bless their family. Lord, I pray that you would bless their life, God, that you would bless their body with health, Lord. That you would bless them body. It's not. It's not being passive aggressive in your prayer. It's not, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you bless them and then blessing them, Lord, you bankrupt them, Lord, so they see the folly of their ways, Lord. Or, right. Lord, I bless right. them. I pray that you would bless them by opening them their eyes and and causing their life to fall apart around them. That's that's not blessing them. That's actually doing the exact opposite. Right. That's cursing them. Right. And so what what Paul And God knows your
1: heart.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We try to fool God, right? False humility. That false humility. But but going back to that man, that we're blessed. That's a hard thing. We we how many times do we want to go to God, man, and we want to spend time with God complaining uh, to God about those that that disagree with us, those who have hurt our feelings, those. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't openly communicate with God. You're, you,
1: oh yeah, definitely. I'm not
0: saying you can't be transparent with God. Don't 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 hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't be transparent. But what I'm saying is is in in relationship to being transparent, man, God, this hurts. This is the situation that's taking place. But Lord, mm-hmm. I pray. That you bless them, Lord. I pray, Lord. I, I'm invoking your blessing on their life, Lord, because I want to. Because what's the greatest thing that can happen in that situation? What's the greatest thing that can happen to someone who persecutes you, right? What What happens is Saul becomes Paul.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Right. The The one who persecuted the church is now preaching the very message that they tried to squash. That is the greatest thing that can happen. That is why when you see disciples and 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 especially in, in this uh, early early disciples, apostles, that the martyrs that died, you know, we look at them and go, man, they just gave their lives over to Christ. They had this martyr complex. No, they understood, right? They understood the power of laying your life down, just like Jesus Christ laid your life down. And so what is the end result? The end result is people are going to see the good that came out of that and yes. begin to cause themselves to question themselves, right? Cause them the question themselves and say, man, what in the world is going on, right? Because we're used to uh, a tit-for-tat world. Like, I do this to you, and you do this back to me. Right. And that just creates this cycle of, of tension and, and arguing and, and anger and and, and wrath. And, and there has to be somewhere where it stops, right? There has to be a place where it stops. And where it stops is choosing not to respond to the person the same way that they responded to you. And, man, you cannot do this in and of yourselves, I mean, you really cannot no, muster definitely. up enough self effort to do it in yourself. No. You need God in that place, right? You need you need the Lord in that in, in that in that situation. So, verse fourteen: Bless those who curse you. Don't bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them.
1: Yeah.
0: Pray that God will bless them. He sandwiched that in there. Y'all, y'all see that, right? He sandwiched that in there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sandwich it right there. Bless them. Don't curse them. Bless them. Yep. You know, you tell your kids, I'm gonna say this again. This is what you need to do. This is what Paul's saying to us. He goes down in verse 15 Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. And then verse 16, right here. Look what it says. It says, It says, Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people, and don't think you know it all. Live in harmony with each other. With each other, okay. so does that mean that that when it says live in harmony with each other, it just means that you just roll with whatever it is and you don't speak your mind or you don't speak and, and have uh, you know open dialogue and conversation? That's not what that no, means not at not. all. Um, but what live in harmony means is it you know there there's a a, a famous uh, leadership guy, a guy named Stephen Covey who wrote uh, just a bunch of different books, one of them being Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in that book, he said one of the things that uh, highly effective people do is they seek to understand before seeking to be heard. Shh. They seek to understand instead of seeking to be heard. And there's value to that. There's tremendous value to yeah. that. And I, I believe that's where it goes back to live in harmony. That word harmony right there, it means seek, strive, and to direct one's mind to a thing. So, when he says seek to, you know, he says to live uh, in harmony with each other, it means literally seek to see the other person's perspective. Seek to see something in that person that you're not seeing on the surface level, you know? People. Go ahead, you want to say something?
1: I just think it's, it's just counter to stuff that we've been taught. It's counter to what our nature are like, what we really want to do. And so we have to literally sometimes oppose what what we're wanting to do, which is not seek, which is to make our point. And in any relationship, and you know, we've learned this in relationship with in our own relationship and in our relationship with our children is we have to be willing to stop trying to prove like make our point, make our stand and seek to hear. Right. I have to be willing to ask a question, shut my mouth and listen to what's being said. And then I need to make sure that you understand, the children understand, anyone understands that I've heard what they're saying um, so that I'm seeking that understanding for someone else as well. And oftentimes we just want to get our point across and be, you know, very much like this is how I feel and this is it. And then we just shut everything out. And that's not harmony at all.
0: No, not at all. (laughs) And yeah and I think a good spot of that too man the the whole seeking to understand before being understood um even that premise is a, is a Christ like premise yeah. you know yeah. it's it's, I don't need to, I don't need, It, it just think about that, man. When, when you're in a spot, even when it comes to open communication, right? So um, we teach, you know, active listening and, and assertiveness and, and when we do counseling with people and we teach them, you know, basically how to uh, communicate what it is that you need. Most of the times people struggle in communicating exactly what it is that need, right? They, a lot of times will ask questions that aren't questions and their statements are, they just can't. They can't communicate that. So we teach them how to be assertive, how to how to verbally communicate what it is that you need, and we also te- teach active listening principles, which is the the recipient being the one who uh, who actually just repeats back to the person what they said in order for them to, to be heard, right? And that's an important thing. Um, you know, when you look at when you look at communicating um, with people. Uh, one thing that you you want to remember, man, is that people do what they do, not because of who you are. People do what they do because of who they are. Okay. And if we can if we can come to the table knowing, that the way that person communicates has more to do with them necessarily than it does have to do with me then we can come to the table with open communicate we come to the table open if i am if i am seeking for you to understand me before understanding the situation we we create a gridlock in communication right we create gridlock so if i'm constantly saying this is what you're doing and this is you are and you need to understand this truth and you don't have it right and you this the person on the other end of that is going to immediately put up walls they're not going to hear anything you're saying as a matter of fact the only thing they're doing is trying to figure out how they can re, uh, uh, re, uh how they can form a rebuttal right to what you're you're saying right they're only trying to defend themselves and when you come to the table to, to uh you know talk about uh live in harmony with one another when you're coming to the table and there's a, t- a point of tension one of the greatest things you can do is to say help me understand yeah. help me understand your side of this Help me understand where you stand at this. Because sometimes we might even be saying the same thing just differently. Yeah. And we'll chase each other in circles all day long over that mess. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, help me understand where you're at. Don't don't come to the table with with here are the five things that you've done wrong, or here are the five things you're you're you've you know, X, Y, and Z. But it comes back to it comes back to understanding, right? Like help me understand where you're at in this situation. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, you go back and you look at that, man, that's that's what it looks like to, to love, right? right? You never notice that people came to Jesus and he listened. When people came to Jesus, he didn't start out coming and swinging, right? When right. the lepers came to him, he didn't start out by saying, you know what the truth is? The truth is you need to be you need to be 100 yards away and you need to announce to me that you were unclean. That's what the truth, that's what the law says. That's what truth says. They came and he stopped and he responded. They spoke, Lord, if you're willing, could you heal us? I am willing. And they responded, right? The woman who had the issue of blood when he walked by in the crowd, she reached out. He turned around. Who touched me? She responded. He didn't say, it's unclean for anybody with issues to touch me. I felt power go out. I know somebody was dirty and they touched me. It was was not right. The truth of this is X, Y, and Z. He said, who touched me? Yeah. You know, there was constantly when he would go... He was, he was in a place of responding, which means he was in a place of receiving on the front end you know, teacher, tell me what I must do to, to enter the, the, the kingdom of heaven. He re- responded. You know, he didn't spend his time pointing out all the flaws in everybody before they had a chance to speak, right? He didn't mm-hmm. spend time trying to prove that he was the Messiah and, and how he was able to better debate somebody mm-hmm. and, and, and use scripture to, to beat him over the head with that. He literally cared for people because, yeah. they, you know, at the heart of that, man, that's what, that's what people desire. People the The heart of every human being is to be loved unconditionally. Desire the heart, the desire of every human being is to be loved. Yeah. And and so, how do I, as a follower of Jesus Christ, communicate value and love to them, and in that moment, how is it, it? It maybe takes some time, or are you just listening, and it might be that you sit down in a conversation. That's all you do is listen, and you don't get to give them the truth that you wanted in that moment. You get to listen to them, and then you get to listen to them again, and you get to listen to them again. And, Maybe you're gonna end up finding out something that 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 really connects uh, with your own personal life, and then you're able to share with them on that, you know.
1: And that's hard. It's not. It's easy to say those things, it, but it's a hard thing to to implement if you are a talker, or if you are a you know get get your point across and drop it, um, or if you want to just be right or you believe you're absolutely right it is a hard thing to just listen mm-hmm. but man what benefit to to everyone everyone that you're in relationship with yeah to become a listener yeah um i think that's something that is has challenged me to be a listener um and i see the benefit of it way better than just trying yeah. to speak and yeah say say whatever it is is just to listen or to ask questions and it benefits the relationship and reveals to the other person how that you're actually interested in them. You're not just interested in being right. You're interested in the person. And I believe that the gospel was personal, that Jesus was personal, that God is personal. And if we can't make our lives with others personal, then we're missing out on what Jesus has for us. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Brenda. You jumped on. Good morning to those who are just jumping on.
1: yeah Um
0: definitely encourage you guys to go back and watch. We're about to wrap up in just a second. Really, really good information on, on yeah. relationships communication. Um you know, so we'll we'll read one more verse. Um actually we'll read two more verses and then we'll wrap it up. But it says in verse seventeen, continuing it says Let's go back to verse 16. So verse 16 says, Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Don't think you know it all. You don't. I don't. Right. I like to think I do sometimes, but I don't. My wife reminds me often. I don't know it all. You know? So do
1: our kids. Oh,
0: our kids definitely. (laughs) Definitely help me. Um, So don't think that you know it all. Verse 17, Never pay back evil with more evil. Right. Come on, man. Someone says something harsh to you. Don't turn around and say something harsh back to them. That's not what Jesus would do, <laughs> right? Right. That's not, what we're, that's not taking up your cross. Never pay back evil with evil. And, man, I'm really good at that, too, y'all. I'm just going to admit that. I'm the best evil thrower backer, in the and there is.
1: <laughs> thrower backer. I am. I can throw <laughs> some
0: evil back, man, and it takes a lot, a lot to me to... To just stop and, and realize, man, that I'm going to do more damage than good in that in that moment. Yeah. Um, do things in such a way that everyone can see that you're honorable. Mm-hmm. Do things in such a way that everyone can see that you're honorable, right? Um, you don't need to defend your character. Uh, think about what I just said. You don't need to defend your character. Yeah. Your character will defend itself. People who know you, right, know your character. You don't right. need to defend your character, Right. right? Um, verse 18, and this is where we'll wrap. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Right. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Um, I, I think that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, that definitely. You know? <clears throat> do all that you can to live at peace, to have peace with everyone. What does that look like? That means and, a lot
1: of conversations.
0: And, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in yeah. that moment when someone said something to you or someone's responding to you in a certain way and, and you kind of feel like, oh, you feel stirred up. You get like your blood pressure. Man, I, I, that happens to me. Someone make a post on Facebook. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And it starts rising up. My blood pressure starts rising. And, mm-hmm. and I got to stop and ask myself, in this moment, is my response going to be a point to live at peace with them? Right. Right. Am I trying in this moment to live at peace with him? Am I am I taking up my cross and and, and laying down? am am I am I going to respond in a way that's going to draw people closer to Christ, or am I going to respond in a way that's going to let people know Chris is right? You know that's right, that's right. that's that's a question to ask, right? Yeah, that's a question to ask. So. That's where we're at today, guys. That's Romans chapter twelve, verses fourteen through eighteen. 18 and mm-hmm. we might even come back here tomorrow and kind of continue to unpack some of this in regards to communication and relationships. Yeah. So um but yeah. yeah. because
1: I think it's really good just to understand even like the journey to even like parts of like I guess our journey of, of arriving to understanding the the stance, you know, like you just said about you you like to be right. And you like know that you're right. right. I, yeah. And sometimes what? You are right. Say that again. I know he's gonna make me want to say that like more five time. more times. One guys. more time.
0: One more time. Just no, I so don't get it often guys. Just sometimes I don't get it you often.
1: are right. And <laughs> so I think just like unpacking a little bit of what that journey looked like for us of yeah. of being more self aware of those things is
0: Yeah. You know, it's yeah. beneficial. Yeah, we can talk about expectations. We can talk about all I mean, just all sorts There's of stuff, lot, man. Yeah. So All right, guys, Well, that is today, we thank you so much for spending a few moments of your time with us this morning, Yeah. and uh, we're looking forward to that. Like we said, man, we're going to be doing our virtual life group tonight at 6.30, so if you are interested in doing that, comment below, we'll add you to the Journey Church Family Facebook group, or we'll shoot you the link, and you can jump in. And uh, we'd love to see your face, man. Just a time of fellowship, hanging yeah. out, talking. You don't have to be a member or a person that attends Journey Church. You can jump in with us, man. It's completely right. cool. Right. Um, so we will chat with you tonight or we'll see you tomorrow we'll see you morning. Tomorrow morning at eight tomorrow. O'clock.
1: Tomorrow's Thursday. Okay. Tomorrow is Thursday. Okay. Yep.
0: Tomorrow morning at eight o'clock. Yep. Good. Jojo, you wanna pray for us? No. Just keep okay. asking. One day she'll say, One yes. day she'll step up and she'll pray. Right, right. Absolutely. I'll pray. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy. And, Father, we yeah. thank you for your scriptures, Lord, that bring life and uh, light to our eyes, Father, and our hearts and understanding, God. And we just pray right now. I pray for every person who's watching today, God, every person who will listen to the podcast yeah. later on, Father, uh, Lord, that you would just continue to reveal to us and show us how we can live at peace with one another. Lord, yeah. those moments where we are just tempted to to curse someone, Lord, that you would just remind us, this is an opportunity to bless them. This is an opportunity to, for them to see the goodness of God and just change their their thought process and their ways. And Father, maybe even in the process of blessing them, God will see how we need to change our thought processes and ways. Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your grace, in Jesus' name. Everybody, said, Amen, Amen, Amen. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us.